and welcome to another edition of the Firmware Update, episode 215. I'm one of your hosts, as always, Malcolm Spinetti, and joining us at a much more reasonable time than two and a half months or however long we were gone for previously, <laughs> Joe Garcia. How are you doing, buddy? Malcolm, I'm 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 a new man. I've I've where I, where I once was lost, I am now found. Have you heard the good word, Malcolm? About uh, Texas, about Tetris Effect. Uh, you were mentioning I should play the demo. Uh, I did not, only because I saw a sneak peek at it, and I was concerned I would get a seizure. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but aside from that, it sounds like you really enjoyed it. <laughs> that game is extremely fucking good. Really? Holy hell. Uh, like, I'm, I'm always glad that there's always like a new release of Tetris, like every five or six years. <laughs> Uh, to remind us just how fucking good Tetris is at its base, <laughs> but man, Tetris Effect is just on a whole other level of, <laughs> like, it's definitely the best Tetris game, uh, out there, ever. Like, it's good. <laughs> like, I know it's hard to, to, like, sell people on Tetris sometimes, like, I've tried telling people at work, and they're like, really, Tetris? is like, excuse me, have you forgotten how fucking good Tetris is? <laughs> like, the perfect puzzle game? Like, <laughs> Oh man, and and here they dress. It's like it, it's this Tetris effect is is made by the the dude who who's behind Luminous and and Res, you know. So it's like, all right, like you've got the visual flair in the, in the music, uh, you know. It all ties into making the game just this like hypnotic, just intoxicating, like product. It's so good. It's just so good. I played it for four hours yesterday. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, well, I haven't been playing that. Uh, I have been playing surprisingly, well, aside from the obvious Red Dead, which we can... Oh, yeah, that game's out too, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, surprisingly, a large amount of, uh, mobile games I've been playing. Um, lesser known fact, uh, we recorded the show, I believe we recorded the our, our, no, we didn't record it on my, on my birthday, but, uh, it was my birthday fairly recently. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, I think we did record on my birthday. And uh, for my birthday, Joe get, got me a game called Donut Valley. Is that what? Is, am I remembering correctly? Donut County. Go- Donut County. Thank you very much. Uh, about a uh, raccoon who has the power to control a black hole, which he uses to engulf the entire town to send it underground, which is <laughs> as much of a video game plot as you can get in this game. <laughs> Uh, I played it through all the way to the end. Uh, fun game. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. It, it. it had some of the lunacy of Katamari Damacy, which I really enjoyed. Except, <laughs> yeah. And uh, while it wasn't as gigantic as you're creaming the entire city with this ball, you know, you control this little hole and it gets bigger the more it eats. So you're trying to fit more and more stuff into it. And uh, I actually played through it an entire night. I, I was surprised it was such a quick game, but uh, definitely a large thank you to Joe for getting me into that game. Yeah, no problem. I'm glad you seemed to enjoy it. Yeah, and I also <laughs> tried a new Marvel game called Battle Lines, which is a card ga- card based game, which is actually uh, pretty interesting. I'm always down for card games such as Yu Gi Oh, and uh, except this one applies to Marvel characters, so it's a win. Uh, I enjoy it a lot because, granted, the whole pl- pay-to-win uh, option is there where you can, like, throw down money to buy cards. But if you all, if you just want to play the game to earn cards, it, it's actually really 
it's like really attainable. Like uh, it doesn't feel it doesn't make you feel like I have to spend one hundred and fifty dollars to be competitive. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, so like I was, I picked it up and they're like, oh, hey, here's a ultra rare Doctor Strange for you for getting the game. I'm like, oh, well, thank you. This is actually quite useful. And the I already finished a campaign, so I'm just like playing stuff to get cards and what have you. So it's actually really, really super fun. Hmm. Uh, let's see, aside from that, uh, a lot of Red Dead. Uh, how you been enjoying Red Dead so far? Uh, I've enjoyed it pretty well. Uh, I do have some problems with it. It's not like perfect, but it is oh. still really fucking good. Oh, oh, oh God, do I have some problems with it? <laughs> it's what it is. It's one of those rare cases where there's a large amount of problems with it, but at the same time, I agree with you. I, I I'm more on the side of it's a fantastic game. Um, out of curiosity, what are some of the problems you had with it? Uh, well, the controls for one thing. <laughs> um. He moves, seems very... <laughs> he moves super slow, doesn't he? <laughs> yes, he does. It seems very rooted uh, in the original Red Dead, which would be fine if that game was about, you know, eight years ago. <laughs> um, and, yeah, like, between, you know, just kind of, like, his movement speed and the fact that a lot of the button mapping just isn't consistent mm. uh, for interacting with things around you, picking things up or talking to people, things like that. Um, and, you know, I kind of find myself... You know, one of the most annoying things that happens in that game a lot, too, though, is, uh, like, every time you get on your horse and get off, like, I, fight, I find, like, my weapons are, like, always different than what I thought I had them set as. So, like, I'll get ambushed, like, a bunch of times, uh, you know, just fucking galloping down the road, and then all of a sudden I'll get ambushed, and I'll fucking, you know, flee at my horse to find some cover, and then I'll get off the horse, and then all of a sudden all I've got is my varmint rifle. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, I am glad you brought that up. The whole, you know, I'll set up my layout and then I'll get on my horse, God forbid. And I get off the horse and the play, and my character's like, well, I better leave all the stuff I just mapped out on the horse. No, keep it until I say put it back on the goddamn horse. <laughs> you have those spots for a reason. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, another issue I had is with the NPCs. Like the the name of this title should be Red Dead. Calm the fuck down, because that's it, it's incredible how things will escalate just by bumping in to another person. Like, uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's like it's also a, a very important pro tip. Uh, just keep your hand off of the L two trigger, because God forbid you pull out the gun, and that's when shit really goes to hell. <laughs> but uh, I was playing the Lenny mission. If you have you gotten to that mission yet? Yeah, it's like one of the beginning ones. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's funny. Like I, I've heard a lot of people call it the Lenny mission because it's so memorable. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, I was doing that part. And uh, it's kind of funny because this story I'm about to say was mentioned on Giant Bob and Cast. But uh -huh. uh, I had the exact same thing happen to me where I, I was on the part where you're on horseback and you're talking with Lenny and you're just riding in the town. And just as I'm riding in the town, I bump into somebody with the horse, and uh, they get pissed off, start shooting at me, and I fail the mission. <laughs> yep. Oh, and uh, you know, it's one thing I did not miss in, in this day and age of being in 2018 with the current gen systems. Mm. Long ass load times, because Jesus H. Christ. Because <laughs> <laughs> after I failed that Lenny, and Every time I hit start, 
just simply from the menu, it feels like I can go make a cup of coffee for as long as it takes. And I'm playing on a pro, keep in mind. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on, I've been playing on Xbox One X, and uh, yeah, it's the same thing. It, the, the load times are pretty outrageous. Um, and yeah, like it's, the game isn't like super difficult. So it's like, if you're careful, like it's not a huge problem, but those times where like, you're just kind of caught with your pants down, basically, like, like I said, when, like if you're ambushing, all you've got is your fucking pea shooter, um, to have to like reload after like, for like two minutes, it's like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, also I think the, like chapters one and two are essentially tutorials. Like, uh, Chapter one is the bare bones of it. And then chapter two, that's when it goes into the more advanced stuff. Mm-hmm. And there are certain missions that are are there. Like I'm playing essentially a lawful good character with uh, Arthur. And so I, I don't know if you've gotten to the Micah mission in chapter two yet. Yeah, I just started chapter three. Oh, right on. Right. I'm still in chapter. I'm still working on completing it. It took me about 20 hours to get to chapter three, just because I'm always fucking doing other shit. It's one of those games where it'd be, you, you could, like, uh, all right, you can do these missions, or you can wander around. And god damn, there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> around. Uh, but uh, that, that Micah mission, like, I was playing a lawful good character, and all of a sudden, and you see, Micah's one of those NPCs where you just need to hear him say, like, two sentences, and you're like, yeah, this guy's being part of the gang is not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> And sure as shit, like, this honorable character, I lose quite a few pegs because he's like, hey, how about we show the player what it's what happens when you shoot up an entire frickin' town? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and now I've got this gigantic bounty that I need to worry about. And it's like, God, frickin' damn it, my kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's so easy to just rack up bounties and then, like, it's so hard to collect money <laughs> to pay for them. It's like, black. Like, right? Like, I was... Like, one thing I was doing, like, uh, somebody bumped into me, it causes this whole scene, and of course the sheriff's right there, and he pulls out a gun on me, like, alright, come on, surrender peacefully. So I hold down L2, so I could talk with him, and then I press the surrender button. And, now, little did I know that if you continue to hold down the L2, which I did just simply to focus on the sheriff, eventually it's going to forget that conversation and pull out your gun. Uh-huh. And I did that to the goddamn sheriff, <laughs> and it turns into this big shoot. And I'm not returning fire. I'm like trying, and then finally, I'm like fuck it, and I shirt, and I try to sheath the damn thing, and uh, I just get gunned down. And now I had a then I had a bounty for like six dollars and fifty cents, which is <laughs> sort of like a hundred bucks, I guess, in the old west. <laughs> uh, but. Once you can figure out, like, how to not trip those, which you can still... It still happens by accident with me. Like, there was one time I was with an NPC doing a shooting challenge, and I tried to... I I confused my left from my right, so I was gonna trying to press L2 to accept the money because I won the bet, but I hit R2 and pointed a gun at him, and then all of a sudden he's shooting at me. It's like, God... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and I had to replay that shit just so I could, like do the challenge and win it peacefully because I'm trying to be lawful good. It's like, I I don't know how you be full outlaw in this game where like everybody on horseback wants to shoot you dead. (laughs) But it's a fun game. Like uh, as me and Joe play more and more, uh, we'll talk about it full on later. Yeah. um, And it's a fucking gorgeous game. Oh Lord. I can only imagine (laughs) you're playing on the Xbox X. 
Yeah, and mm. <laughs> yeah, that game is ridiculous. Like on the Xbox One X, and it like runs at native 4K. Uh, you know, there's no upscaling on it, so and it's just like, holy shit! <laughs> like, like this is an open world game. How the fuck does this game look as good as it does? Yeah, it it, it made like Red Dead Three. I didn't think looked bad, but it makes Red Dead Three, or excuse me, Red Dead the original look bad. <laughs> it's yeah. just, oh, it's beautiful. It's like. The grass, the animals flying around, just like it feels like an open world. Like right, you can be like riding on a horseback, and all of a sudden there's deer riding alongside you, and I'm like, oh, this is freaking wonderful! Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as of right now, do you think it's the number one seed in our tournament? Um, I don't know. We'll have to see because like uh, so a lot of the problems that there has, um, you know, they're they're not like small problems. <laughs> um, I don't think. Uh, you know, between the controls and, uh, and, you know, like I, God, I hate having, <laughs> like, like, why, why do we have to eat again? <laughs> like, why do we have to do this again? Like, this shit was not cool in fucking San Andreas in like 2005. <laughs> like, why is it back? And, and not only eat, but time out how quickly you eat and chewing and, uh, cause if yeah, you... it's like, like depending on your weight, it affect, affects your health and stamina. It's like, fucking why? <laughs> Why? Who cares? And, and I'm happy you brought that up because it, it is something that people largely say, okay, this isn't cool with San Andreas, so why are you going back to a mechanic that people weren't openly into, you know? It's yeah, like, and and then you've got all the cores and shit. It's like, fucking, like, why? <laughs> like, the, like the cores, all the, like your, your stamina core, your dead-eye core, it's like, what if these are just regular meters that fucking... Yeah, and like then, you want to if they're if you want them to keep them as like regular meters, like yeah, that's fine. But like, like oh yes, and then you've got to maintain the score, and that fucking affects how fast it regenerates. It's like god damn it, like there's too much, like there like it's just too much shit to keep track of sometimes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, and little things annoy me too. Like why the fuck are all these guns locked? Why can't I buy it if I have them? <laughs> when it's like oh you you got to do more stuff. I'm like no, no you can't. Little things like that just remind me I'm playing a video game instead of getting lost into this immersive world. Or at the very least, don't show it in the catalog if I can't get it yet, you know? Yeah. Uh, but So that's our our pre-review of Red Dead. <laughs> the <Dungeon laughs> uh, I don't know if I would necessarily say it's the number one seed, which I'm kind of shocked at. And... Um, a lot of I agree with the, like pretty much everything you're saying, especially the layout of it, which I sort of have to refamiliarize with every single time I pop up. I mean, to a degree, it actually reminds me of uh, Breath of the Wild, where they had like the aiming system just a little bit different from how like other games had it. So, mm -hmm. and they decided to put the jump button or the run button at the top of the button scheme instead of the traditional lower part, even. Which, thankfully, they like, okay, do you want to just put it here? Okay. But <laughs> yeah, but it's little things like that that can lose you some points. Though it, it will be a, a, a well-placed uh, seed, I feel, when we finally get to that. Uh, yeah, we'll have to, I'll have to see how I feel about it once I, I finish the story. But, yeah, yeah I, I mean, it's, it's still a really strong fucking game, but. We should probably start writing up drafts, like, what the 16 or so games. It's been a tremendous year. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, and and it's not like I haven't played. It's not like last year. Like obviously, like last year was a fucking strong hit for games. Like holy shit. Um, but 
yeah, like, I hadn't played as many games. Um, the ones that I did were super great, but, like, but at this point, I've played more games so far than I think I did all of last year. Uh, um, thanks to Yakuza, I've definitely played through a lot more games. It's just, uh, this mm-hmm. year, it was just, like, you had Yakuza 6, then I went straight to Kiwami, then I went to straight to Kiwami 2. Uh, did, did 6 come out this year? Uh, yeah, it came out uh, in April. Ooh, that has to be in our tournament for sure. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Guess what? Kiwami 2 might make it too. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's enough new shit in that game that it's like, yeah, that that's basically a new game. Hmm. I would argue there's an argument for Kiwami as well. <laughs> well, that came out last year, buddy. So Did it? Oh, damn, you're right. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, well, but still. Kiwami 2 and Yakuza 6 are the two eligible games. And I still need to play through Detroit at some point, just so, mm. you know, I, just so we give it a, I feel like it deserves a bit of a shake just because uh, a mm. lot of my friends have been talking very highly of it. Mm, I don't know if it deserves it, but I'll play it anyway. <laughs> um, it's going to be on sale Black Friday for 20 bucks. Oh, God, that, that's a great deal. Like I, um, It was actually on sale over the weekend for, on, at GameStop, but I, I wasn't able to get around to it. I think I picked it up for like twenty four ninety nine. It was like on sale on PSN, so I was like, yeah. oh, "Okay, I'll bite the bullet here." <laughs> yeah, so uh, Black Friday, I think I'm gonna head over to to Best Buy. That's where where it's gonna be on sale for twenty bucks. And I don't know, like I, I'm, you know, I guess going back to Tetris Effect here, <laughs> um, I might fuck around and buy a PlayStation VR for two hundred bucks. Really? Yeah, because Tetris Effect is fucking amazing and that's vr compatible it's like i i gotta see what this is like in vr uh and 200 bucks uh that's a pretty tempting price all right so tetris uh tetris okay what's the full name of this tetris tetris effect it's named after the real life uh psychological phenomenon called tetris effect (laughs) where people were were given Tetris to play for several hours, and they said that they could still see fucking blocks falling even after they stopped playing. Well, Tetris effect on TV sounds kind of unapproachable. I can only imagine how many seizures I would get from Tetris <laughs> in VR. <laughs> All I could see is the damn flashing blocks. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, by the way, uh, I don't know if this is probably one of your stories, but um, Kiwami... Uh, it was one of the PlayStation uh, Plus free games for November. Yes, it was. Ah, and uh, I recently downloaded Bullet Effect. Uh, uh, Bullet Effect. You have me on Tetris Effect now. Uh, <laughs> Bullet Storm. <laughs> the Tetris Effect is strong. <laughs> Bullet Effect, where bullets hit you and you die. No, uh, <laughs> oh. a, re- a real life phenomenon. But <laughs> uh, Bullet Storm, which uh, I just got done downloading on my PS playstation so i'm looking forward to trying that out after what five years ago tyler was telling me how awesome this game was so (laughs) all right joe we got we got a bit of news here thankfully not the 300 news stories we had to cycle through last show but we got a few bits of news here so you ready to go uh yeah all right all right, Joe, take it away. What could have possibly happened in the mere couple of weeks it's been? Um, well, Malcolm, it's not just you and me playing Red Dead Redemption 2. It's about uh, 17 million people today. <laughs> but, Joe, I thought single-player games were dying. Oh, yeah, they're super dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, since October 20th, and this is... After like a week, this is like after eight days. So this this story is published November seventh. Uh, so as of November seventh, I mean it's probably 
far higher now. Uh, but as of November 7th, Red Dead 2 has shipped 17 million copies uh, between PS4 and Xbox. Uh, and it's important to note that, uh, you know, even though, like, these are shipped uh, to stores, not, like, sold through to people, but still, 17 million <laughs> copies is a lot of fucking copies of a single video game. Um, and to, to put it in, in perspective, uh, Rockstar pointed out that uh, these 17 million copies are more than what Red Dead 2 uh, did in eight years. <laughs> uh, so Red in eight days, it surpassed it. Uh, what, Dead, eight years? Red Dead 1, you meant, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Damn. God. Uh-huh. God. Like, this is great news for me because I'm a huge fan of the Red Dead series, and uh, I was really hoping that it would do well, of course, which, you know, which sounds funny for me to say for a Rockstar game, but a lot of people or podcasters that I follow were mentioning that, you know, Grand Theft Auto's present day and and whatnot, so a lot of people can get into that. Stuff like Cowboys and stuff, that's more niche. So I was like, okay, is this going to be a niche experience? Nope. Oh, everyone's no, of course on. not. <laughs> of course not. Um, there's no such thing as a niche uh, Rockstar game <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Just not, just not like the last game you could call niche probably is like fucking table tennis that launched with Xbox 360. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> but uh, which, I'm... by the way, a great table tennis game. Oh. You know what else had a great a tennis game within it? Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, which had like a full like you could have made a game with the uh, tennis mini game. <laughs> <laughs> It's no virtual tennis. That's not well, what is, but anyway. <laughs> Nothing is. Welcome, man. <laughs> hey, hold on. Let's talk about how good virtual tennis was for a second. What a game. Oh, Holy shit. God damn. I played that game for hours. <laughs> uh, but focusing on here, uh, yeah, congratulations to Rockstar. I, I definitely do think it's deserved. I mean, granted, we have some issues, which we'll probably get more into it at the very latest at the Game of the Year tournament. Show, but uh, it, it's a fun, it's exciting, it does some great things with the open world formula that I can't wait to get replicated. Not loading times, though, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess that kind of comes with having a gigantic world, though. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm really happy to see it did well. In fact, I think it sold, I heard, I saw like one story where it made like 750 million in three days or in X amount of Seven, Yeah, 725 million uh, over that first weekend. While uh, Call of Duty, which everyone was, the new Call of Duty, uh, Call of Duty 4, I believe, uh, everyone was saying was going to trounce it, but it ended up only doing 500 million. <laughs> Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. <laughs> which is not a terrible number, at least to guys like you and me. I, I There's a chance, there's a chance the investors could be disappointed in that number, but yeah, it trounced it. So yeah, uh, Red Dead, fantastic. I'm super happy about this. Yeah. Um, and, you know, for more perspective here, uh, according to, to Rockstar also, um, apparently it was the most pre-ordered game ever on PSN uh, and also driving the single, the most single-day sales also uh, on PSN. So, man. I was one of those guys who pre-ordered it on PSN. I only did the, uh, the normal <clears throat> version because I'm trying to save money here. Mm. Did you pre-order it, Joe, or...? Uh, yeah, I pre-ordered the special edition, the, the middle tier. There was the ultimate edition, uh, which was above it. But that, all that did was just give you extra, um, like, digital shit that doesn't really affect the game in a huge way. Um, yeah, yeah. Mostly for, like, GTA, for, for 
read that online, I think, when that finally launches. But mm, Yeah, that was like one of the big things. Like, and I don't play Grand Theft Auto Five for... Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, I'm probably not going to play the Red Dead online, even though that's coming out pretty soon, I believe, like the end of the month. Uh, that's, I think, yeah, I think that's what they said, because that's, that's still not out yet. They, I think they said, uh, I think they said November, but we'll see. Yeah. Anything else you have to say on this one, bud? Um, that's a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of money. Yeah. Um, that, that's just the thing. Is it though? Because like, it's a lot of money, like I said, to, to you and me, but do you think that Rockstar was expecting two point, like, uh. Two point five billion or something ridiculous like that. No, I think no. That's, that's you know how many copies you'd have to sell for a two billion dollar launch. <laughs> uh, like, like GTA Five that launched to one billion dollars, yeah. uh, um, but that had a couple extra days, I guess, um, because that launched on Tuesday as opposed to Friday. But, but still, <laughs> um, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of money. Mm. Um, like like Rockstar's games are are I guess just gonna launch as like the biggest entertainment launches in history every time, uh, and obviously that comes with like being able to say oh yeah the game is uh, like each copy of the game is at least sixty dollars as opposed to like you know ten dollars for movie ticket or whatever or fifteen, uh, but but still that's that's a lot seventeen million people uh, out there rooting and tooting uh, on their horses. <laughs> <laughs> we are rooting, tooting, cowboy. It's <laughs> another thing. Uh, those little side missions, it's so easy to mess up on those. Like, uh, there was a guy, there, I was like riding on horseback. All of a sudden, this guy starts careening, and there's a woman on his on the horse's uh, back uh, saying, help me, help me, he's kidnapped me. So I'm thinking, okay, so I chase after him, and I lasso... I lasso the uh, guy to pull him off the horse as he's riding. And I, for whatever reason, I figured the horse would stop once it felt like the rider fall off. And it did for a little bit, so I got off the horse. And then all of a sudden, the horse starts bolting away. I'm like, shit. And I start to try to get up on my horse to chase after her. But the guy is up now because you can just get off uh, being like yanked off the horse with no arms to break your fall. <laughs> going at like i don't know how many miles per hour and he starts getting up and he keeps shooting at me as i get on the horse i'm like god damn it so i <laughs> so i kill the guy and by the time i finish with them the horse is gone so that woman is i don't know where at this point <laughs> <laughs> so just and you were talking about me about the the guy who gets kicked in the head by the horse yeah like how you didn't know you were supposed <laughs> Yeah, all I did was go. <laughs> like I walked up to him because you know he he starts. Whenever you hear someone, like it kind of pings on the mini map. I was like, all right, let's see what's over here. Um, and it's just this guy yelling at a horse. And then <laughs> he sees he's like hears me, and he turns to look at me. He's like, huh? And then, like that, at that instant, the horse kicks him in the fucking head. And all I did was go, ha! <laughs> like, yeah, you thought it was just some joke that was just thrown in there to make. And I, I leave and don't think else anything else of it. I was like, huh? <laughs> Like, okay, died. <laughs> I took his shit and left. <laughs> well, I couldn't do that because you lose honor if you do that. But uh, yeah, um, like the first time, <laughs> the first time I saw it, I was like, okay, well, that's pretty funny. And then like <laughs> later in the game, the same thing happens again, and I'm like, okay. And uh, this time, I chase after the horse, which turns out to be a really freaking amazing horse if you catch it, which I did. It, but like, yeah, and, like there's no prompt saying go chase after the horse or. 
yeah. what you're supposed to do. Like, honestly, at first, I thought I was supposed to take the guy to, to like, a doctor or something like that, but... Oh, he's dead. No, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> he's immediately dead. He took sweet chin music. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. All right. Hey, but, yeah, they could illustrate what to do a little bit better. But anyway, uh, what's the next story? Uh, well, speaking, well, continuing on, on, on this Rockstar sales success here, uh, they also announced that uh, GTA V uh, has now shipped more than 100 million units worldwide uh, since launching uh, way back in 2013 uh, on PS3 and Xbox uh, 360. Um, obviously, that game has since launched on PS4 and Xbox One and PC, um, but man, yeah, that, that still churning that one out. God damn it! And I'm I think it sells for like twenty nine ninety nine now is the price. The yeah, there's a base game that is just uh, twenty nine ninety nine, and then there's a new sixty dollar version that comes with a bunch of shit for for GTA Online, um, which is which is the real money maker for for Rockstar. Mm. God damn. Which is a great example. You can have the microtransaction, just don't let it play with the main game. Just have put it all on online garbage, and there you go. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm trying to compute that. that that's, uh, you were talking about the numbers needed to be over a billion dollars. That for sure is over a billion dollars. As I said, Malcolm, that game launched at a billion dollars. <laughs> um, so God knows how, how high it's gotten since then. Like, if all of those games... Uh, were bought at 60 million, that'd be like $6 billion right there. So it's probably <laughs> closer hovering around like 3 billion. And that's just the launch of the game, let alone micro transactions and shit. Within it. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's why it was so confusing to, to still read stories about <laughs> like, yeah, like, and then we crunched for eight years. It's like fucking what <laughs> you guys have the money to like hire more people and manage this shit better. What the fuck? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you have anything more else on this piece, man? Uh, no, just that um, GTA Five is a fine game. Uh, just like, and I just, just it, but the mind reels at how fucking popular it was, or is. Oh God, yeah. That's imagine how how crazy the numbers will be for six when that game comes out. Yeah, yeah. Like we're probably still at least a long time away. It probably won't come out until the the next generation, <laughs> but still. I mean, maybe I don't know. We'll see. It's like, do they need to make Grand Theft Auto Six? Not at all. <laughs> no, um, you know, like you know, when the GTA Five first launched, you know, people were like, "I wonder what the single player DLC is going to be like," because um, you know, GTA Four had two. Two big expansions, basically, you know, Lost and Damned and, and Ballad of Gay Tony. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, yeah, like, that was cool. I wonder what they've got in store for GTA V. Um, and <laughs> I'm just like, no, we'll just keep adding to GTA Online, and that'll be basically a DLC. Because, uh, the, like, they've got – they had, like, story elements to, to, like, a lot of the stuff in GTA Online. I've just never played it. But, yeah, like, you'll, like every month or so, like, they'll drop some new shit on there. It's like, yeah, it's, like, like new heists and – a bunch of crazy stuff and yeah like i never got into it but i guess that's what they're doing instead that's their plan instead of gta like single player expansions is just add to the online Mm. yeah it's worked out and to into devil's advocate it was a good plan (laughs) yeah it worked out pretty well i'd say all right what's the next story man 
All right, next story uh, in non-Rockstar news is, um, yeah, that PlayStation Classic uh, has its full list of games revealed. Um, and Oof. it's a very confusing list, uh, to say the least, uh, at least for me. Because um, when they first announced it, they only announced a few of the games, which was crazy to me. <laughs> it's like, why, why wouldn't you just announce all the games at once? Uh, and I think I know why, because <laughs> this is a fucking weird list. Um yeah, this thing is going to launch December 3rd uh, for 100 bucks, and includes two controllers and in the following games, Malcolm, all right? All right, okay. so here we go. Battle Arena Toshinden. Yeah, That's that makes sense, one. yeah. Yeah, yeah, just, all right, here, uh, give me a quick reaction every time I say one. Thumbs up or thumbs down, all right? All right, thumbs all right up. Battle Arena Toshinden. Thumbs up. Cool Borders 2. Thumbs up, okay. Destruction Derby. Uh thumbs down <laughs> Final Fantasy 7 oh thumbs up Grand Theft Auto 1 oh. Ooh, okay. you know, that, that, that's good for historical purposes I'll give it a thumbs up uh, Intelligent Cube thumbs down <laughs> <laughs> Jumping Flash oh, oh well thumbs up for me but I can understand people giving that a thumbs down <laughs> Metal Gear Solid oh thumbs up god damn that's going to be great without the rumble by the way Oh. <laughs> I, I, and how are you going to do that psychomantis fight? You will not. <laughs> uh, Mr. Driller. Uh, down. Outworld uh, Abe's Odyssey. Oh, thumbs up. Rayman. Yeah, thumbs up. Resident Evil Director's Cut. Uh, oh, yeah, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Uh, Revelations Persona. Uh, that's the thing that began Persona, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, then, yeah, thumbs up. Oh. Fun fact, Malcolm. It's a hard thumbs down on that one. That game sucks. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ridge Racer Type 4. <laughs> Ridge Racer. Thumbs up, just for the meme. Super <laughs> Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. Uh, thumbs up. I like that one. Siphon Filter. Um... Siphon filter. Oh, yeah, yeah, with the weird ass mechanics. Yeah, thumbs up. Uh, um, Tekken 3. Yeah, thumbs up. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't good. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. Uh, thumbs sideways? Without analog sticks, I'd give that a, way, a hard thumbs down. Okay, thumbs down. <laughs> uh, Twisted Metal. Oh, thumbs up. And Wild Arms. Oh, heavy thumbs up. Love that one. All right, so in reality, these games are mostly really good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a weird, like they chose weird games, uh, or they could have chosen different ones. Um, like say Twisted Metal One instead of Twisted Metal Two, which I think just about mm. every single person on the planet that's played both games would agree is better uh, than the original. Uh, yeah, and that Persona game, uh, the localization of that game was just like bad <laughs> like no um and you know it's the people that you know played persona 3 4 5 uh and go back to playing that it's not quite the game that you would expect like it's still you know you still control a bunch of high schoolers but like there's no like social link system uh all that stuff hmm okay it, it is interesting because when i looked at the list at large i I agree, it did go, feel disappointing, but it wasn't until you went through each and every game and asked me to give it a thumbs up, thumbs down. It's not a bad list, but it you are right that it's 
it excludes quite a few games that you think of when you think of uh, you know a PlayStation Classic, and I, I feel like a large, large uh, credit to that is the fact that uh, a lot of these games are doing remasters and stuff. Like, yeah, that's that's the problem, right? Is that you know, like the, probably the most glaring omission for me is like you know, where is Symphony of the Night? <laughs> it's like, um, like it's like that's like. Aside from Metagross Solid, my favorite PS1 game. Uh, uh, you were mentioning also when we were talking Crash and Spyro, which just got remasters. Or right, yeah, or... and those are and those are like great versions of those games, obviously. But it's like if you're doing a PlayStation Classic, like you still got to. I feel like you got to put those originals on there, um, so that people, you know, so that you can kind of even further appreciate just how far the games have come. Uh, Especially since you're selling this as like a PlayStation Classic, the way you know Nintendo's done with their stuff, like, yeah, you got to put those on there, man. It's like, <laughs> it's like, especially Crash, like he was the fucking mascot of the system. Hey, plumber boy, or like, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, there's no, there's no Tomb Raider, uh, which is a weird one because there's no, definitely no remasters there, uh, mm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like, and there's a huge association with with, you know, the original PS1 and those original games. Like, the first one, I think, came out on Saturn also, but but still, like, on, on the PS1, that was that was a huge game. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, they did get some... I will say they did get some real home runs there. Seven, Final Fantasy VII was a great pick. Metal Gear Solid, I was actually a little surprised that they got it, and, uh, yeah, and I'm happy they did, though. Uh, Resident Evil's one remastered, you know, that was a game that uh, I that I played on the original fir- first generation one. It would have been great. It, you know, you, we were complaining uh, last show, you know, callback, uh, about how the rot, the collection that came out for Symphony of the Night, it had the new school reco- voice recording. It would have been great if they got Symphony of the Night, but they had the old school recording on that one and you can only get it on the PlayStation Classic. Yeah. Like, Fortunately, like, like uh, it's unfortunate, but that, they did get some really, really good ones that uh, I'm really excited that they got. Tekken Three was is an interesting one as well. But... Yeah, Tekken Three is an incredible game. <laughs> uh, that game was real good, uh, and it still holds up pretty well. I, I'd say, you know, obviously Tekken Seven is like, you know, like obviously just between the visuals and and so much more, uh, you know, like that's like the ultimate evolution of Tekken. But like Tekken Three held up for years, I think, as a lot of people's favorite Tekken game. I, I still see the arcade cabinet at, like, certain locations. Like, when I go to Rocket Fizz, uh, they still have the arcade cabinet for Tekken 3 right there. Yeah, I mean, it's just a fucking good game. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Um, like, like it would have been great to see something like, you know, Chrono Cross on there. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. You know, Suikoden, those are those are major PS1 games. Uh, uh, Legend of Dragoon. Dragoon there would have been an interesting one. Yeah, that would have been a good one. You know, you know, Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver. Ooh. Like that was that was a huge game back in the day. Um, and you know, it's got some place, and it's got some uh, Naughty Dog ties too, like indirectly in that. You know, like remember Amy Hennig, uh, who like worked on the story for all those Uncharted games. Um, like she fucking wrote Soul Reaver too. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, like let's get that. Like that would have been cool to get on there. You know, Parasite Eve. That's oh. gonna be. That's gonna be on the Japanese one. 
uh, Japanese PS1 classic. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Why why not that in here? Um, You know, Dino Crisis would have been a fun thing to put in there, I think. Um, Parasite Eve would, if I could give anything like uh, the remaster treatment, it would be that game. The first one, the the rest of them can, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Fucking Wipeout, man. Wipeout was cool. Mm. Um, That game still holds up pretty well. Um, uh, You know, Silent Hill, Toomba, (laughs) fucking Crash Racing, for God's sake. (laughs) That's a great, that's a great one. (laughs) Yeah, Crash Racing was so good. Way better than it had any right to be. Uh, throwing some low-ball classics on my end there. Uh, have you ever played a game called Loaded? No, I've, I think I've heard of it, but I'm, what, what, what is that game? Uh, it's essentially, you. it's a very, very old PlayStation 1 game. This is back when the cases were rectangular as opposed to the little square that you got there. But essentially, you pick from, like, this uh, list of serial killers, and it's a top-down shoot-em-up, kind of like Smash TV. Uh-huh. And you're just, like, relentlessly thrown in these rooms, and you're just, like, mowing down people with these, like, psychotic killers and what have you. It was it was super fun. It was one of those games that were fantastic. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and I think there's licensing issues, too, with some games that could have been on there as well. Um like, like Gran Turismo, like, would have been a huge one, obviously, for, like, that was, like, the best-selling first-party game uh, on the PS1 was Gran Turismo. Um, but you'd have to relicense all those cars, which I think it wasn't worth the headache. <laughs> um, plus, there's no analog controls. So that makes it way harder to play. Um, you know, fucking Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, man. Pro Skater 2 would have been amazing to put on here. Mm. Um, like, talk about a fucking kick-ass video game. <laughs> Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 whips ass, um, and it would have been great to be on, for it to be on here, but I don't think they wanted to license those music tracks <laughs> again. Uh, you know, um, you know, just shit like that. It's like, man, there's just so much because they're they're releasing this on the anniversary of the PS1's release in Japan, um, but it's a 19 year anniversary. <laughs> like, I feel like this shit would have been better served to wait one year. Uh, to release this thing on the 20th anniversary uh, and include a few more games, you know, at least 25, maybe even 30 games. Um, because I feel like there's a lot of shit you could have added in here. Not Like, not necessarily even replacing stuff. You could have just, like, kept this list. Uh, maybe I still would have swapped out, like, you know, Twisted Metal 2 for Twisted Metal, uh, things like that. But But overall, like, I feel like there could have been more games here. I mean, there's a few things you could have done, like... Uh... These are some, like, off-the-wall selections here on my end, but uh, they did a Spider-Man game on there that was really... that I enjoyed, really. Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics would, would have been a solid one to get Yeah, in Jesus. Holy shit. Imagine that. <laughs> that would have been a great one to put in there. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's Street... I, I This is one of those examples of ones that have been redone to death, but uh, Street Fighter Alpha, I played the... To, death on the playstation mm. one um yeah there's so many good like that this is once again licensing like uh, licensing but wcw versus the world apparently was on there but that's on, oh xeno gears how about that one yeah oh that that's a classic that if you've never played that one it, it gave birth to the whole xeno series there that 
sort of jumped off a bridge at a certain point. But uh, <laughs> Xeno Gears, though, that that was a solid one. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that's a few things uh, with uh, Square Enix. They'll Square Enix. They'll they'll have the game fantastic right at the get go, like Xeno Gears or Parasite Eve. But then they keep pumping sequels, and they lose sight of what made that first game great. The more they go, uh-huh. and it's a shame. Like. Ada went from being this really badass character that just like she goes through like such torment through that game, but she powers through and actually becomes this really amazing hero, badass character. And then over the course of several games, she just hey, let's just make her a sex symbol and to a point where like in the PSP game, that chestnut third birthday, uh, you, your life bar is essentially your clothes, where the more damage you take, the more your clothes start to come off. And it's like, okay, come on, man. <laughs> Freaking A. And then Xeno, with the Xeno Saga, they essentially, like, you, you could play that game with its, like, religious tones and serious nature and forget, you know, the whole anime vibe that it has going with it. Uh, in later iterations, it's just straight-up anime at that point. There's no getting around it. <laughs> <laughs> It's like everyone's got, everyone looks drawn kind of realistically to like they got all the big eyes and breasts and like, okay. The main character is like a mecha girl for Christ's sakes and one of them. So it's like, okay, like done. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway. And I'm looking at the Japanese version here. Apparently, besides Perside Eve, they also get uh, Ark of the Lad 1 and 2 uh, and and Armored Core. Okay, that's not bad. yeah, so it's like, man, come on. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, so that's, that's, yeah, again, it's just a weird list. Oh, what about this? Tenchu. Yeah, man, fucking Tenchu. <laughs> I used to love that game. Yeah, and uh, let's see. You were, you were mentioning, we kept, we couldn't do a Tetris Effect, but Tetris Plus was a greatest hit that you could throw. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Silent Hill. Goddamn. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's one of those where, like, if you if they had full autonomy, like, uh, that's the unfair advantage. Well, kudos, it's fair. It's kudos to Nintendo for pulling it off. But that's the thing Nintendo can do. They can cherry pick whatever game they want because they're smart and make those things freaking owned by Nintendo or <laughs> exclusive. If so, when they release the NES Classic, no shit. It's like the best collection ever because they can just do whatever they want uh meanwhile with playstation where a lot of their games are multi-platform and stuff or owned by various corporations not them then yeah they sort of have to beg a little to get certain things on there so well the the, the nintendo ones like those aren't all like first party games like there's a lot of third party stuff on those also um i mean when you're when you're when you're setting out to like limit you know how many games you you're gonna put on either any of these you know little mini consoles? Like they're always gonna leave shit out that you know you're never gonna be able to please everybody. Like that's just impossible. Right. Uh, like unless you somehow included every single game ever released for the system. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just feel like they cut it, they pared it down too much. You know, like they they could have easily included more games. I don't know. Mm, I, agree, I agree and just and just wait the year and, and you know put it out for the actual 25th anniversary instead of this weird like yeah we're putting it out for the anniversary it's like yeah it's the 24th anniversary that's it's a weird anniversary to celebrate with that's an odd yeah. number yeah yeah it's like just wait the extra year um you know work it out so you can get a few more games in there and and you're off to the races i think mm. so as it stands right now do you think you'll pick one up on december 3rd 
I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, same here. Which is like, I mean, one, I mean, one, it's the most expensive out of all these, you know, little microsystems that have come out uh, to date. Uh, but and yeah, also just the, the the list just doesn't move me the way it could have, mm. um, especially with the the controllers that they included. Like, I understand why they included, you know, the regular old controllers without the without the Dual Shocks. Um, you know, I, I'm sure it would have been more at least twenty dollars more expensive if they included, you know, actual dual shocks. But yeah, like some of these games are just not gonna be as good without them. Like fucking like like the idea of playing Resident Evil One <laughs> with only the D pad just fucking Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus God, take the wheel. Uh and on top of that, uh and this is uh, another advantage uh, that I feel the Nintendo, especially the NES Classic had, where some of those games, like, some of those are out on uh, various platforms, but I don't feel like all of them were, like, you'd have to go through some trouble to get them. Right, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, like, uh, Metal Gear Solid, which is a fantastic game, don't get me wrong, but how many times have we bought that game now? Oh, I've bought it every single time I get the chance to <laughs> <laughs> I have it on uh, PS3. I have it on Vita. I'm pretty sure. I'd be shocked if I didn't have it on my PS4. So, yeah, there's... I bought the PS1 Classic, the 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 the, the, the digital thing on PS3, Vita, whatever. Mm. Uh, like I've got the original game on PS1. I've got the Metal Gear trilogy, the Metal Gear Collection. <laughs> like I've got like I've got like four fucking copies of this day, game. Yeah, and like I like all those major hits that you're talking about, like. Uh... Metal Gear, Final Fantasy. I I already bought. I bought back when they uh, announced the remaster. When that, yeah, like I bought. Like they they released a special. Like they they ported the PC version of that game to PS4. Remember, like two years ago. Yeah, and uh, Resident Evil. While I like it, I can also just play that fully revitalized remaster that they did, which is essentially the same game with just better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that's that's. Yeah, it's just the weird thing of it is that, is that you know you can buy these games you know separately um, now whether it's on your PS3, PS4, Vita. Like I lo- like I own a lot of these games on Vita, and like like I've played Metal Solid through on my Vita. Uh, you know I've played Final Fantasy VII on my Vita. Um, like some of these games, you know they're being released for the first time. Like I don't think there's any way to download Tekken Three. Like so for shit like that, it's like alright, cool. Like, you know, Ridge Racer Tab Four, like that's a good that's a good ass Ridge Racer game, that's fine. Um but a lot of it it's like, yeah, Twisted Metal I think is on you can buy that right now, I think. Uh or Twisted Metal Two at least. Uh which again is a vastly superior game to the original. Uh yeah, it's like it's not impossible to play these games outside of this weird little hundred dollar package. Um, and the price point, as you pointed out, is a little uninviting. It would have been one thing if it was like fifty nine ninety nine, and here you go, or something. Yeah, like and it's a and it's a pretty bare bones thing, you know. Like you know, like well, at least with the Nintendo consoles, you know, they added little flourishes, like you can add like you know borders on the sides, you know, because like these games are presented in four three, so like there's squares in the middle of your you know HD TV. Um, so on the Nintendo ones, you can add little borders and. You know, like, it's nice. It's cute. <laughs> like, on the PS1 Classic, it's like, there's none of that. Like, there's, like, there's some previews going around right now. Like, some people got some hands-on. It's like, no, it's just black borders all, all the way around. Like, the menu is super bare bones. It's like, eh. Like, like they could have injected, at least injected some personality to this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it's a shame, because uh, 
if like uh, PlayStation has one of those libraries, like everyone thinks of Nintendo when they think of amazing libraries, but PlayStation has a fantastic one themselves. Yeah, it's an incredible library. Uh, it's just, uh, I, I guess we're starting to see like, uh, I guess the holes in it as far as what they can get away with and whatnot. And yeah. yeah. Oh, well, it's a shame. But, and they show some games too, where it's like that don't really showcase or that, or I guess showcase too much, uh, maybe arguably. That the graphics on the PS1 aren't don't age as gracefully as they did like on the Super Nintendo. Uh, like a lot of those 3D games are just not going to look great. Yeah, I mean it would be great. Like uh, Mega Man 8 is another one that comes to mind when I think of like like classics, but for the wrong reasons, like just because of that that horrible voice act. <laughs> yeah, hey. but yeah, like like more 2D games would have done this a lot. A service as well, like you know, you know, a game aged amazingly. <laughs> Symphony of the Night. <laughs> that game still looks incredible. It, it, it really does. <laughs> Instead, we've got Siphon Filter and its blurry triangle man. <laughs> it's weird ass physics. <laughs> God, sort of, I never uh, liked Siphon. My cousins I... love Siphon Filter, but I hate. It. I never liked it. I never got into it. No. no. <laughs> All I remember is my uh, brother pa- playing, and I think Alec Baldwin voiced the main g- protagonist. What? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Let me see if I'm thinking of the same game here. Siphon filter. This is great. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even realize that. What's their voice acting in that game? I'm pretty sure. Let me see. Third person shooter. Gabriel Gabe Logan. Where are the voice actors? God damn it. And I'm sure. There we go. Voice actors. Uh, okay. All right. So it wasn't uh, Alec Baldwin, but there was voice acting in that game, uh, starring a bunch of people that if I started listing them off, you'd have no idea who I was talking about. So. <laughs> <laughs> but all I remember is uh, my brother would play that game and just move around with them, and for some reason, like all of the RD went into making the main character's ass look uh, sort of lifelike. <laughs> hey, and it, it was weird. Like, you saw it, like, move to side to side. It's like, is this, is this game for the ladies? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, so m- anything else you have to say in closing for this one, man? Uh, no, just um, just a weirdly disappointing thing. Yeah. I was so excited at first, too. All right. What's the next story? Uh, let's see here. Next story. Uh, damn it. <laughs> uh, here we go. This is a weird one. Uh, <laughs> Square Enix had a stream the other day where they decided to announce that they're canceling all of Final Fantasy XV's DLC. Yeah. Uh, and that the game's director has been gone for the company since the start of the month. <laughs> October 31st, I believe, was when he... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, happy Halloween. Uh, hope you weren't too excited about all that other DLC. So I, I want to set the stage for this because we'll be talking about another conference later or I, I, live stream, I guess, because it was the other one was a live stream where it was just like, why are you doing this live stream? I think is the question. <laughs> it's like yeah. if I was to watch a live stream for anything, I was like, OK, this is going to be fun. This is going to be upbeat. The last thing in my mind when I finish this live stream will surely be, will this company still be? active next year so <laughs> but yeah they did this live stream 
Now, this is something, I believe we reported this on a while ago, but there was supposed to be four more bits of DLC for Final Fantasy XV. Yeah, it was weird, because, like, you know, they they were wrapping up the last, I think, uh, of the DLC for the game initially. You know, all the, all the party, all of your party members got, you know, DLC to, to kind of expand on their stories. You know, Gladiolus, uh, Prompto. Prompto, and... Uh, Ignis. And, and Ignis, there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, they all they all they all got you know chapters, and it was nice. It was cool. <laughs> and then as they're they're like, yeah, and we're gonna have four more DLCs on top of that. It's like, uh, I don't know, man. This game's already a year old. <laughs> like it, that's cool. Let's, but like maybe you should move on. Yeah. Um, uh, now I was excited for the uh, episode they announced. They announced one on Arden, the uh, bad guy from the from the game. Right. Uh, uh, they did one on Lua Fre- Luna Freya, the uh, female protagonist of the game. Yeah. Uh, one for Aranea, the uh, who I apologize if I mispronounced her name, but she was the female dragoon who was actually really, really super cool. I was kind of yeah, was, like she was super badass. I was like, huh, like that was like, all right, maybe I would have played that one. Like um, I, I loved her in episode Prompto being the side, yeah. being the side one for there. But uh, there, there was her, and uh, there was going to be a final one for Noctis, the one member of the party who didn't get his own chapter unless you count the main game and... which i do <laughs> <laughs> like, right, like and like, that was you got you got dozens of hours with the guy did you need another dlc for him yeah but the the main selling point of this one is the true ending was supposed to happen here so it's like okay it's a little weird that it took that long but all right <laughs> uh so you're expecting these to come throughout the year. And then this show comes on. You're expecting to hear some more news, maybe a trailer here and there for some of the upcoming stuff. And uh, it comes on and they're like, hey, we're going to have to cancel everything. <laughs> and as a result of us canceling everything, our company took a $33 million hit, by the way, or is going to take a $33 million hit. Uh, but... We've decided to close down. And as for uh, Hajime Tabata, who you may know is the only reason this game, Final Fantasy XV, was able to come out within your lifetime in the first place. <laughs> uh, he decided he was sick of Final like, I- I'm paraphrasing here, but I believe this to be the case. Ace, but we think he's sick of seeing the words Final and Fantasy put together. So he's quit the company to start his- doing his own thing. <laughs> Uh, as far as Final Fantasy VII, uh, don't hold your breath, and uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Thanks for the fish. <laughs> oh, don't worry, that episode of Arden is coming out, but everything else is canceled. Thank yeah. And um, then, please be excited for E3. And <laughs> <laughs> if, if they ended it on that, that would have been the greatest. Here's <laughs> Louise. <laughs> Uh, let's see. On, on top of this, uh, by the way, um, they also announced that. Remember, they they announced a, a multiplayer expansion for Final Fantasy XV a while ago, hmm. uh, which honestly I thought was already out, but I guess. Not. Yeah, um, me too, actually. Yeah, but that'll be out uh, December thirteenth, and instead of being an expansion, uh, you know, as DLC that you download for the game, it's coming out as its own separate uh, standalone thing, uh, which is okay. Weird. Very weird. <laughs> Uh, like, it was weird enough that they announced, you know, like, oh, yeah, multiplayer expansions. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, but now it's completely separate. So I don't know who that's going to be for. Now, uh, I'm going to ask you this. Like, my, now, my wife actually defended the live stream, saying, like, oh, it's good that they're having such an open communication with their fans. 
Which is true, but at the same time, they also could have communicated this by releasing a press junket and letting people report it instead of doing <laughs> a live stream, which, like, I'm never going to be able to watch a live stream from Square ever again without holding my breath for some bad news. <laughs> uh what are your thoughts on this, Joe? Um, I mean, like I said, like I, I think ultimately, like it's probably the right decision because I, I mean, I don't like as good as like Final Fantasy Fifteen was an incredible game. All right, that that won our game of the year when, in twenty sixteen. Um, so like I like to say that I'm like I dislike the game, but I was like, no, definitely not the case. But I think it was definitely, I think they were stretching the game a little thin at, at that point when they announced the second set of DLC uh, to release. By the end of 2019, it's like, man, that game's going to be three years old by the time that's all out. It's like, we should probably just move on to the next thing, whether you have people work on Kingdom Hearts or fucking a new Final Fantasy game, just like literally anything. It's like, because that's Kingdom Hearts. Let's keep in mind, uh, really thinking about it realistically, that game took like 15 to 20 years to come out. It feels <laughs> like. And we're finally getting it in January. So, <laughs> so, and then after that, who knows when the next Square game is coming out? Yeah, because I mean, they their whole thing was that they like last year. Remember, they they sold off uh, IO Entertainment, the developers, or they wanted to sell off IO Entertainment. You know, the creators of Hitman uh, before they just bought themselves out instead. But like, because they wanted to focus on more internal stuff instead of. Uh, with their internal studios instead. Oh, um, and let's not forget uh, Hajime Tabata, CEO of the company, and he was also running a studio called Luminous Productions, which Square made to create a new title. So, yeah, and they were and they were the ones working on this DLC as well. Yeah, so it's like, hmm. <laughs> and then the fact that he he was gone, like we, it is. This story came out on what the ninth or the eighth, and we're finding out that he left more than a week ago. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! It, this is not great news if you're a Square fan. Like, uh, I'm actually concerned about this company now. <laughs> like, yeah. imagine how awful it would be if, like, you know, if Square closed down. Like, if you, because it happened with Telltale, we thought they were doing fine. Then all of a sudden, one day they're gone, and uh, uh, I can. Square Enix, like, I'm pretty sure that would be the only time my wife would cry at a game studio. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they'll be closing down anytime soon. But... I, I hope you're right. I really do, because <laughs> this is this is not great. This is not... <laughs> no, um... By the way, Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be, like, the 20th Kingdom Hearts game. What the fuck? <laughs> True, but it's, like... it's a, it, it feels weird that they're calling it 3 when it should be 26. Like, you know... <laughs> God, what a ridiculous franchise. <laughs> you know what the, uh, the the scary thing about Kingdom Hearts 3 is? <laughs> What's that? They already announced it's not the end, Like, which is why people are waiting on this is supposed to be closing everything. <laughs> no, it's just continuation. Like, the fuck, man? <laughs> How long are you going to drag this shit out? It's like... And for... Like, if it was uh, any other game studio, Kingdom Hearts would be working a lot better. Like, uh... Uh, for instance, I don't know if you kept up with any of the trailers. Like, uh, how many no. pirates... Okay. <laughs> so, we've, we ha we have, like, how many Pirates of the Caribbean movies? Like, five or six right now? Uh-huh. They're, like, the, the world... The Pirates of the Caribbean, it is in the game. 
The yeah. world they're using is from the third one. That's how behind they are. Because <laughs> it takes them so freaking long to release a game. <laughs> like, I- I'm kind of impressed they have Rapunzel in there. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's because they take for freaking ever. It's... Oh, <sighs> <laughs> oh, this company. looks like... Like if they could figure out a way to release games in a timely fashion, they could really be a serious, serious company to watch out for. But it takes them ten years to release stuff, so it's like, what the hell? <laughs> okay, I'm getting bummed out now. But uh, do you have anything <laughs> else to say on this one, buddy? Uh, no. All Man. right. Goddamn. <laughs> Get your shit together, Square. Come on. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Moving on. Alright, so I guess while we're on the topic of confusing streams uh, oh, and announcements... Going, going right into this then, okay. Yeah, might as well. Let's, let's talk about BlizzCon. <laughs> um, I guess, yeah, because I, mean, I mean, it's weird because like, there's very little actual PlayStation news to come out of it, but uh, I guess people were very hopeful. Uh, mm. I was a little hopeful, if I'm being honest, because when we last, uh, when we last uh, recorded, we were talking about BlizzCon, how they had put uh, Diablo kind of front and center of it, and everyone's like, "Hmm, what does this mean for Diablo?" If they're centering it in such a way, people are very hopeful. It's like Diablo Four, maybe at least a little Diablo Two remaster or something, just anything, <laughs> you know. Um, and the result was, and that I'm not. A lot of people are very mad, <laughs> which is a weird thing to be uh, in this situation. But I can see why they're disappointed. I, um, I, I completely understand, but we'll, we'll get into it more when you... Yeah, so, yeah. so, so their, their announcement for Diablo, uh, let's start with that, is a game called Diablo Immortal. Hey, a Diablo game, that's cool, right? Yeah, uh, on paper. <laughs> on paper. Uh, it is coming to mobile, <laughs> to your iOS or Android, mm. which is like, ah. Uh. <laughs> 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 mm. Which is, but, you know, it's not... The worst thing in the world. It's like it's still a Diablo game. You don't, and if you don't want it, you don't have to buy it or, or download it. Because I don't think you even. It's, I think it might even be free to play, right? Yeah, uh, I imagine. I imagine it's going to be free to play. I hope, <laughs> I hope they don't try to pull this. It's going to be not. It's going to be four ninety nine, and then cost. We're going to charge you money for transactions. <laughs> like get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, so, all right, let's see. Let's got, I've got some details right here if this fucking page wants to ever load. Um, can I can I set the stage for this? Just to oh, yeah. Yeah, so this is BlitzCon. It's a yearly event that goes on, right? Now, just to put in perspective, people travel out from all over the country to this. And this was another astounding fact that, that I didn't know about. If you wanted to watch it on live stream, which a lot of people did, it cost you 50 bucks. Mm. They charge for the yeah. freaking live stream. So, well, they've done that every time. They, uh, yeah, I, well, I didn't know. I, I didn't know. <laughs> that they, I thought it was just like, because like, keep in mind, I'm used to PlayStations where they'll rent out a f- theater just so you can see their E3 conference for free. So, right. uh, I imagine some people follow suit. Uh, I guess Blizzard does not. But anyway, so <laughs> they build this up first by like a, I believe it was a tweet where it was like. Good things come to those who wait. Evil things take a little longer, which uh, came out which came out before BlizzCon, so people took that as that such. And not to mention the fact that uh, the people on stage were wearing Diablo shirts, which if you're a presenter at these shows, we take as a hint. So don't do that unless you have a major announcement. Uh-huh. 
On top of that, they saved this shit for last. <laughs> so, when they started talking to Diablo, like, uh, and it is so surreal. Because you can, like, you hear the excite. Have you seen the footage out of Curiosity, Joe? Uh, which footage? Uh, of the announcement itself. No. You see the, like, the crowd gets, oh, and they start seeing Diablo. And then they it flashes on Android and iOS. And, <laughs> and all of a sudden you hear, what? And then boos. So many <laughs> boos for the remainder of this trail. <laughs> and those poor developers, Blizzard just threw them out there to the wolves because they knew this wasn't going to go over well. And uh, of all the things they do, like, did you know that it's... Like, they do this announcement, they talk about the game during the booze, and they're doing their best to be corporate about it. Like, what, do you guys not have smartphones? <laughs> and then they open it up to Q&A. Of all the times to do a Q&A, this was not one of them. And <laughs> as uh, I imagine you know about the one guy who asked if this was an April Fool's joke. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> no, no, this was deserved. Fuck it. <laughs> like, all right, there. Well, let's talk about this now. Let's. Uh, we'll start with the audience perspective here, because mm. uh, there was a lot, a lot of ways you could have done this better. Like, uh, I would you agree or disagree with me that this should not have been the closer? Yeah, I mean, they what they yeah they kind of set themselves up for 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 failure here because they they because yeah like there is a certain expectation whenever you're like yes this is like the thing that's going on last where like we have a keynote like things. There are expectations that people have for things like that, especially when you have it at like a fan convention like this, where it's like, yeah, it's BlizzCon, baby, woo. Um, and, you know, like you're setting certain expectations there. Um, and, yeah, people <laughs> like, and they're like, they're trying, the, the whole point, of, I guess, of like the, this mobile game is to bring not just people that already love Diablo, but to like, hey, like reach out to like more mainstream people to like, hey, you don't know what Diablo is, maybe you've heard of it. Come check it out on your phone, maybe, and then you'll move on to like Diablo three or whatever Diablo four, mm. uh, whenever that comes out. Um, like people have to realize that that everything uh, is for them always. <laughs> you know, like sometimes like things get made and it's not for you, and that's okay. You don't have to play it. <laughs> you don't have to buy it. Um, but yes, it is. But the way they framed it, like they. They may, they framed it like hey, we're going to be announcing something for the most hardcore ardent fans, uh, which is where they messed up. Yeah, and uh, just counter because I'm kind of being the devil's advocate for the people here. I'm the people's champ in this one, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Raising my eyebrow, but anyway, uh, if I, I I I concur with what you're saying in regular in regular life, like not everything is going to be about you. You're absolutely right about that. <laughs> However, if there was one point in time where it should have been about them, it's BlizzCon for the people. Yeah, that's who... and that's what I mean. It's like, yeah, like you, like this would have been fine to announce, like you know, in an off week or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's like, like yeah, look, check it out. We're making a Diablo game for phones, and people would have looked at it like, oh, okay, weird, but okay. <laughs> but to bring people in, like, come down to BlizzCon, baby. It's eighty dollars a day, <laughs> fifty dollars for the stream. Come in your best cosplay. Uh, it's like, nah, man, you 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 played yourself. <laughs> you played yourself, but uh, 
And on top of that, I would also I, I would bring up uh, Bethesda's E3 conference from this year, where uh, they did talk about uh, a, a mobile game a lot. Uh, right? Yeah, they talked about Elder Scrolls. Like that. Like Elder Scrolls is getting a mobile game, um, but and you know, like that. Honestly, it seems like about the same level of game, you know, uh, where it's not like the full fledged, you know, experience they would get out of like the mainline games. But like, yeah, this seems like a fine way to spend some time on your phone um, for a little bit. And then you'll go back to the big thing, you know, to the, to the console games or the PC games, wherever you prefer to play it. Yeah. Um, but you know what they did do to sort of cover their ass there? They're like, oh, yeah. Also, here's Elder Scrolls. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> And it actually blows my mind because did you hear the reports that they were gonna, they were planning on doing a teaser for Diablo Four, but then at the last minute they're like, you know what, nah. Yeah, I mean, because I mean the way they framed it, they're like, yeah, like obviously we're working on Diablo Four, but like we just don't have anything to show for it. That's hey. that's just the reality of the development cycle, for, for hey. especially for the way Blizzard works. You know, like the, how many years is it between Diablo two and three? For God's sake! Yeah, yeah, that, that, I brought up that point too. Like, I, I think it's a, I know it's weird because the game came out eons ago. I think it came out two thousand nine, but uh, it still feels too early for Diablo four. <laughs> All right, I mean that game just came out on Switch last week. <laughs> like that was like that came out the same day as this live stream. Mm-hmm. And guess what? That game actually turns out to be real good. Still, <laughs> apparently, that game's like that might be the best version of that game is on the Switch, just because it's portable and still runs extremely well. And, and you know what? This makes you know who this makes me appreciate a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Nintendo. <laughs> Why is that, Malcolm? Well, because you know, so there are sometimes they have announcements where they don't have like an official video or trailer. So you know what they do? They go to the developer's desk and they badger him. And, like, <laughs> and he's like, oh. it's like, yeah, okay, of course, uh, I'm working on Pokemon on Switch, okay? Just give me some time. And that's the, get, that's the no, time. get the fuck out of my office so I can work on it. <laughs> or they could pull a Metroid and they just show the logo and <laughs> that's fine. Like, I think if they had done something similar to that, I think you would have saved yourself a lot of face there. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, and Diablo 3, by the way, came out in 2012. Initially. Okay, okay. Well, we have yeah. a long way to go then. <laughs> yeah, and it came out in 2013 on PS3, 2014 on PS4. Oh, Lord. But, 2018 on Twitch. Uh, just out of curiosity, if you could look up when Diablo 2 came out. Uh, now, as you do that, looking at it from the other perspective, you know, I did feel bad for the developers who were getting booed and, like yeah, I said... Like, cause guess what? They still they're working on this fucking game. <laughs> like they like they're not like they're not half-assing it. I'm sure. Like it's still a fucking Diablo game that fucking Blizzard is you know bankrolling, even if they're not developing it themselves. Like yeah, they're still putting the Diablo name on it. Like that there's their Blizzard logo is still gonna be like in the opening splash of that game. Like they're gonna make sure that game comes out well. Like fucking give them at least fucking play the game before you boot. Jesus Christ. I, I I don't know if that's going to help it, but yeah, for sure, I hear what you're saying there, and I like I feel bad for him because I feel like the world at large has an ed- education issue. It's like uh, <laughs> to to bring it in perspective, WWE uh, yeah. people are not satisfied with that product, so what do they do? They boo the wrestlers, especially Roman Reigns. So, you know, 
pre-leukemia. Uh, get well soon, Roman. But because uh, that's all they know who to how to voice their opinions is just like booing the product at large. They don't know. Oh, it's not like WWE has a complaint department that you could write in. <laughs> right. Yeah. And the thing with WWE is that that thing is so popular regardless that they just go ahead and just do whatever the fuck they want anyway. Oh, yeah. um, Got that Saudi money. It's <laughs> you that dirty, dirty Saudi money. Oh lord! But it, it's oh, man, what an embarrassing time to be a WWE fan. <laughs> it is. It's not great. Goddamn. God. Uh, anyway, Diablo two came out in the year two thousand, so twelve years between Diablo two and three. All right, so twenty twenty four, baby. Yeah, that's going to be that hot Diablo four year. Maybe they'll wait till twenty twenty five to make it an even twenty five between two and four. <laughs> Good Lord. But, uh, yeah, it's like, unfortunately, the only real way that you could voice your opinion to a company like this, that they will listen to it, is, you know, with your dollar. Yeah, again, like, if you don't want to play it, don't fucking play it. <laughs> like, that's the, loud, the loudest possible message you can fucking send. Of course, the problem is you're going to say that to a hardcore Blizzard fan, and they're going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You want me to stop playing Overwatch? I don't know how to do that, man. I, I just don't want them to release the mobile game. Well, I'll suck it up then. Jesus. <laughs> it reminds me back in the day when, like, I remember there was, like, oh, yeah, we're going to boycott fucking Modern Warfare 2 for, I forget what fucking stupid, stupid ass reason. And then people were, like, looking at, was it, <laughs> at was, like, a Steam group, like, on Steam. People that, were, had the game. Was that the airport level one? Uh... Yeah, that's the, that's that one. But I I don't remember which Modern Warfare they wanted to boycott. If it was, okay. one, if it was two or three, but but point is they wanted to boycott one of them. And there was like a Steam group. It's like boycott Modern Warfare blank. <laughs> and then you and then you go to the to the to that Steam group, and you can see what everyone's playing, and they're all playing the game that they supposedly boycotted. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a group of a hundred people, and it's like every single one of them is like Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare. It's like what a bunch of dumb assholes. God damn. And that's why Blizzard's going to release the game. Because it's like, you can boo there in the heat in the moment, that's fine. But if you have no follow-through, which, yeah, hey, which, which, hey, take that as a challenge, Blizzard fans. But if you have no follow-through, then they're not going to yeah. do anything. And you're just being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't need to download the game. I'll be, fr I'll yeah, be honest. I guarantee you that guy who's like, is this a April Fool's joke? I'll, I, that motherfucker probably signed up. <laughs> That motherfucker signed up to be notified as soon as that's available. Oh, he's in the beta right now, I'm sure. Yeah, he's in the beta. <laughs> Fuck that guy. His name is April Fool's Joke Zero One. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Like it's an interesting one because I can see both sides of it. Ultimately, I think the blame lies with the company. Like, for sure, make this announcement. Even if you start to show off with that, and then you would have been fine. Like and on top of that, it's not like too much got announced aside from that. That was just a huge takeaway. Like, Overwatch is getting a new character, Whoopi. Right. Like, <laughs> uh, Ash, I think, is her name. Um, yeah. She looks cool. I've never... I'm, I'm, like, I I don't play Overwatch, so like for me, it's like, yeah, she looks cool, I guess. Um, but she seems to be very... She seems to go be going over well with, with Overwatch fans. That's cool. Um, it's like, and people left uh, ultimately disappointed here. And uh, this reminds me of uh, PlayStation's decision not to have a PSX this year. Mm -hmm. It's like, maybe, you know, I, I'm, I, I don't think they're never going to have a, they're not going to do a BlizzCon every year, but maybe you should have waited a year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've skipped years for BlizzCon before. Oh, there you go. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's it's weird that they, they approach it this way. Um, 
And yeah, I guess those are the only other two big stories are are one, you know, new character for Overwatch and non PlayStation related again, uh, but still pretty cool. I think is that they're remastering uh, Warcraft Three. Yes, uh, yeah, like you should have ended the show with that, honestly. <laughs> now, uh, now, now that we've covered both live streams, I gotta ask you, Joe, which had the better show? <laughs> oh, jeez, oh man. like i'll tell you my my choice first as you think about it i would go with square because at least at the end of that like granted i i worry about the future of the company but i'm worried i actually care about the company as a result of this live stream which granted the it was nothing but a gigantic gigantic downer that, (laughs) that may be concerned about the future but i still I'm concerned because I care about Square. This this one uh, with Blizzard, I kind of rolled my eyes at them, and like you said, you played yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you got you built this. You took this big event that was to sub- celebrate your existence, and you pretty much flipped it on its ear. So, yeah, I give the nod to Square then. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I, I I would also give it to them because at least they didn't charge for it. <laughs> Imagine if this was the keynote blizzard. <laughs> we lost $33 million. <laughs> oh, man. All the, all the Overwatch DLC is canceled. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> it would be like nothing but these stunned faces. Oh, the CEO of the company quit. <laughs> <laughs> See, oh, God. I, I should not be laughing at this. <laughs> All right, uh, do you have anything else to say on this one, buddy? Uh, no. All right, Let, hopefully it's just some happier news. What else happened? Yeah, we got some cooler stuff here. We've got, uh, <laughs> all right, so EA, Electronic Arts, uh, great company, maybe you heard of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they introduced something called Project Atlas, which is um, a new technology that they're developing, which sounds super extensive because they have a thousand people working on it um and what it is is it's um it's a technical framework uh that kind of ties together uh, a bunch of shit um ea or uh, ai cloud computing things like that uh to kind of i guess to kind of like make game development a little bit more i don't know intelligent i guess i don't know it's weird uh yeah, so what it is is that it's an engine and services game development platform uh, to leverage the power of cloud computing and AI. Um, to yeah, and it's it, yeah, it's I don't know, it, it's this 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 weird thing where it's like it's gonna kind of work. I don't know. I, 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 I honestly, I'm so confused. <laughs> uh, yeah, so according to this, the Mr. Moss here, he he's the the head of. Uh, technology over, over at EA, Ken Moss. He said, at EA, we envision a future in which games go even further beyond the immersive experiences players enjoy today. He's like, I'm talking about games that offer living, breathing worlds that constantly evolve. You'll play them one day, and when you come back the next, things have changed based on inputs from other players, AI, and even the real world. These new experiences lead to deep, meaningful social interactions. Uh, the games you play, the characters you create, and the experiences you have together will create shared ground for, pr- for friendships that span the globe. I believe this is the future where games become the most compelling form of entertainment. You'll be able to play games with your friends anytime, anywhere, and on any device, he says. Um, yeah, so he says that a lot of this work is already 
kind of being implemented in, in the Frostbite engine. Uh, and, you know, like one example, too, that he gave is that uh, <laughs> for, for all you football fans out there, it's like for Madden, like on commentary, uh, where instead of, instead of pre-scripted, you know, like pattern-based logic for NPC behavior, he said, this would make it possible for an NPC to engage in a way that is dynamic, contextual, and absolutely believable. So his his Madden, his example for Madden was like, oh yeah, if you throw like two like if you keep throwing interceptions against the same type of defense, uh, the commentator instead of just saying, oh yeah, he threw another interception, like it will see it will realize what you're doing, and it will basically call you out. It's like, wow, he keeps doing that for some reason, <laughs> um, that type of thing, uh, which you know that's interesting. Um, and apparently they're even using the AI in this system to like even make music, I guess, uh, like instead of human composers, like apparently, uh, we said today at EA, at, we're inv- invading with AI to write and perform original music in a way that is truly relevant and personalized to every moment of gameplay. Uh, he said, imagine a world where a huge and talented virtual orchestra is behind every game and who extreme unique scores get written depending on the current scene that you're playing. Um, yeah. So this seems pretty ambitious. Hmm. Like, uh, now, first of all, as great as that example was, uh, it's not going to help with WWE games. Uh, <laughs> there's no. no, there's no amount of technology on this earth that can make Cole sound interested. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, s- seriously, now that this uh, this is cool because this is uh, essentially the first step towards uh, video game worlds, and this can be true like with MMOs or even like a uh, normal single player games becoming like living and breathing worlds where, you know, if you duck out of a game for X amount of time and then come back, it's like a different place than you left it. Not, yeah. unlike, not unlike like when you move out of your hometown and then come back a decade later, it's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, it's like, yeah, stuff moved out without you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, this is actually kind of cool. Like, this is one of those where we don't realize how significant uh, this uh, announcement probably is until, like, probably a decade from now when they really, you know, bolster the uh, power of it. The, yeah. Yeah, sort of like how when PlayStation bought uh, Gaikai, that cloud service. It, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, is probably how we have PlayStation now as of right yeah. now. So, Yeah. <laughs> See, folks, it all builds to something with these stories. Yeah. So, so what are your thoughts on this, buddy? Um, yeah, I mean, it could be interesting, like that whole lived-in world. Um, you know, people, you know, all these games that come out, like they're all trying to, like, um, I think most people are developing, you know, their online games, you know, towards that goal. Um, but I guess it's interesting for EA to kind of put out there, like, exactly how they, they plan on approaching it. And for... And, you know, and they've got, you know, some of the games to, to kind of try it out with. You know, like they got Anthem coming out early next year. I wonder if, if there's any of this, uh, you know, working with that game. Uh, you know, like the examples they gave, you know, like Madden, I assume like all the other sports games will have that kind of AI working underneath it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm interested about <laughs> the most interesting thing to me out of all of it, well, weirdly, though, was the whole, it's like, yeah, then we'll have the AI make music for you. It's like, huh? <laughs> That is interesting. I'm curious to see how that works. Like, I know I've seen like little stories here and there, like an AI just wrote this graphic novel or something like that. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of curious to see. Uh... Infinite monkeys on infinite typewriters. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, I'm, I'm very curious to see where this comes out then. All right. Do you got any other stories, bud? Um, yeah, we've got, uh, I guess, sticking on to EA, uh, Respawn Entertainment, or Respawn Games, or is it Respawn Entertainment? I forget. Anyway, Respawn. <laughs> uh, that developer. Uh, they made Titanfall, right? Yes, the creators of Titanfall. Um, apparently, they're working on several games. Uh, I mean, we know that work, they're working on that uh, Star Wars game that they kind of more or less kind of blurted out during e- E3 this year. Uh, and they're also working on another Titanfall game, apparently. Uh, but apparently, all these multiple projects, at least two of them will be out by the end of next year. Uh, according to uh, Andrew Wilson, CEO of the company, he said, Across multiple studies, we have new projects underway, including games from Respawn that are slated to launch by next holiday season. Uh, yeah, so the three titles that they're working on, you know, they've got, apparently they're working on another Titanfall game, they're working on a Star Wars game, uh, and apparently they're working on a VR title as well. Um, so we'll see uh, which of those games come out by the end of next year. Hmm. Is there anyone in particular excited about that? Uh, well, Titanfall, I think, is the coolest thing that they've got going. Mm. Uh, like, like I heard, like you know, they they announced their Star Wars thing, and I, honestly, I don't give a shit. <laughs> just don't give a shit about Star Wars games. Um, you know, I like those movies just fine, but yeah, like I don't know between <laughs> Battlefront two and and just kind of the history of Star Wars games in general. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What was it? Thirteen, thirteen was the one we were yeah. all excited about. Yeah. And they're like, nah. <laughs> it's like, okay, cool. But Battlefront two, that game comes out. So, <laughs> all right, yeah. Oh, but yeah, I'm gonna side with you on Titanfall. Hopefully, the next one is is well. They're all good. It's just like I hope it gets like one a good release date because <laughs> they've been kind of fucked on the release date every time. Yeah. And to some actual focus and appreciation, because uh, that game doesn't get enough credit. No. Man, Titanfall 2, man, that game was good. It's like, where I work at You Break, I Fix, that, that's actually like a, a game we use to test out uh, games, that, PS4s that come in for repair, so I'll have to sit back <laughs> and uh, just swipe it for a little bit. Yeah. All right, moving on. What else you got? Um, Let's see. They... Oh, this was an interesting one that I think we missed uh, a while ago. Oh. You know, talking about PlayStation Now kind of remind me that we didn't talk about it during the last show when we should have. But PlayStation Now did add the ability to download games uh, instead of just streaming them, uh, you know, the way you can with uh, Xbox Game Pass, Ooh. which is cool. You don't have to stream the games. You can just download the whole thing to your system uh, and play it directly from your machine, uh, which is cool. Which is definitely good, especially you know if your power goes out or something like that. So yeah, that is, that is a good good one to keep in mind. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's cool. Uh, not quite on par with Xbox Game Pass though. In that Game Pass still, uh, what what they do differently is that they also release their first party games on Game Pass uh, day and date. So it's like okay, that's they still have that advantage, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is a huge step in the right direction, I think. So that's cool. If they not if they release the first party games on there too, I think it might be worth the nineteen ninety nine a month that they're charging. 
Yeah. Or is it ten dollars a month? I think it's nineteen ninety nine. If it was ten dollars, I feel like I would have been on there by now. <laughs> I'll look it up here. Uh, you got anything to say on this one, bud? Uh, no, I just thought it was an interesting detail. Um, yeah. All right. So, what's the next pr- next price? What's the next? Nineteen ninety nine per month. <laughs> yeah. You can get right. new subscribers. Get the first month. Uh, this is turning to a plug for nine. First month for nine ninety nine, and Sony is offering a one year subscription for ninety nine ninety nine. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's not great. <laughs> that's not a great price. No, no, not at all. <laughs> all right, what, what was the next story? Sorry. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. Uh, Fallout 76, you can preview that right now uh, on your console of choice. Um, and just as an important note, you can safely delete the beta if you were in the beta. Uh, your progress will carry over to the main game. Uh, via your save file. So if, if you're holding on to that, hoping that you need it for the full game, you do not. So go ahead and delete the 50 gig thing uh, off your hard drive. You'll be okay. Nice. Just a PS. Hopefully you don't get a bug that causes the entire game to get deleted from your <laughs> Yeah, it's like, wow, Bethesda's really stepping it up with these bugs. So. <laughs> They're innovators, I, I swear. <laughs> Pretty soon they'll have a bug where your console just disappears off the face of the earth. <laughs> No, it just goes up in flames. Freaking flowey hacks into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And you got anything else on this one, buddy? Or <laughs> No, I just wanted to let people know. All right, right on. All right, next story. Uh, next story is uh, Destiny 2's Forsaken expansion. Which it's came Forsaken. Ha <laughs> no. And that not many people, not as many people <laughs> bought it as Activision wanted. Um. Yeah, during their uh, during their uh, what do you call it their their earnings call uh, this quarter, uh, Activision publishing boss Cody Johnson said, uh, while Forsaken as a high quality expansion with strong engagement and new bold to play, it did not meet or achieve our uh, commercial expectations. Um, you know, he didn't get into specifics as to how much it sold and what they expected, but uh, yeah, according to him, he said, uh, let's see. That they're improving the pace of innovation and cadence of in-game content, uh, and he noted that the current players of the game are uh, deeply engaged with the game, but right now they're focused on getting players uh, who have labs to come back and to draw in new ones. Um, so there you go. That's... What do you think of that? <laughs> Malcolm? Oh boy. I'm back. Hello? All right, fantastic. Glad yes. you could join us, Mark. Somehow the mute button got hit. I don't know how. I think the cat bumped into it. <laughs> but anyway, um, it, that the disappointing game is performing disappointingly, I don't know if we could have called that joke. <laughs> uh, well, I heard it's actually really good. <laughs> it is. It's, it's one of those. Okay, like the actual gameplay mechanics are top notch. It's still one of the best first person shooters I've ever played. However, unless you're that invested in the gunplay that you can stick it out for the entire game, it gets boring really quick. Mm. At least that's from my perspective uh, from playing it. Uh, did you, when it became a freebie on PlayStation Plus, did you play Destiny 2? Well, I came with my PS4 Pro. So. Oh, that's right. You, 
<laughs> but also no. <laughs> I played the opening mission, and I was like, all right. And then that was that. Like, uh, well, I got a little farther in you in that I downloaded it to the console, and then uh, Red Dead, I pre-ordered Red Dead, so I cl- deleted it to make room for it. So <laughs> I, I did play the uh, the beta when that was out, and I, I thought the story was fine, but... And, uh, and this is not really great, but from the reviews that I heard, the story doesn't last that long. And uh, oh. and so it's uh, then from there, you're back where you started with original Destiny. So it's like, it, it takes some steps in the right direction, but it doesn't quite uh, follow through all the way. Now, depending on how significant these drop-offs are, like hopefully this is the wake-up call to like, hey, maybe we should focus a little bit more on Destiny and not charge per <laughs> sh- make shaders only one time use, which is freaking nuts. But anyway, <laughs> hey, but it, it's a shame. Like uh, looking back on it, it appearing on PlayStation Plus was really kind of should have been like a red flag for us to look at. That like okay, maybe it the fact that it's on PlayStation Plus is sh- should have been like a notification like okay it's not performing as well it's actually you remember back when it suddenly appeared as an advertisement on uh the playstation bar yes maybe that should have been <laughs> a wake-up call too current as far as i can tell still the only game to ever have done that with playstation <laughs> yeah um or maybe people just turned off that thing because i definitely turned off that thing to let them do that mm-hmm. and maybe people leave it on it's like maybe that's all over it but well, it was at least the first one to do that because I can tell you that I didn't know to turn that off until I saw the Destiny Two thing there, and it's like my first thought was, "Did I buy it somehow?" What the <laughs> fuck? It was like, no, it's just an advertising. Oh well, get the fuck off my bar then, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah, it, it is kind of a bummer because once again, I, I had great hopes of, of that game when it got first announced and. But unfortunately, it just did not live up to expectations. And for me, like I know friend of the show, RK, really loves that game and probably plays the second one and quite quite enough. And which, hey, if it, if it gives them happiness, I'm happy the game exists. But uh, to me, it didn't live up to my expectations, I should say. Yeah. All right. Anything else you got on this one, man? Um, nope. All right. Moving on. What else we got? Uh, we've got another big update, Malcolm, for No Man's Sky. I don't know if you heard about it. Uh, no, actually, this is kind of yeah. out of the blue. What else, what happened? Well, uh, that game, uh, can, you know, that got a, a pretty big update before called Next. You know, that added multiplayer and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, but another free update, Malcolm, uh, is called, it's called The Abyss. And guess where that lets you go? Oh, the water. Into the water, baby. <laughs> Yeah, so that you know, you get to get to see a whole bunch of different you know plants and animals underwater. Uh, you got aquatic missions. You get to explore sunken wrecks. You got a sweet little submarine. Uh, looks pretty cool. Hmm. Like uh, someone needs to tell Elon, Elon Musk about this game and get him to get that cloud stuff on there. So it's just mm. it's in, it's impressive considering where this game started upon release to where it is now. Yeah. They've they've done pretty well by that game uh, in, the, in the two years since it released. Is it two or three? I was about to say, has it only been two years? Wow. 
I'll look it up as you keep talking. I mean, that's kind of it. <laughs> I haven't played the game since uh, they updated it, uh, unfortunately. Um, I mean, I, I rebought the game uh, used so I could, you know, check out the, these updates, but I have not got around to it. August 9th, 2016 was when yeah, it came. Two years. Yeah. Uh, dang, uh, like, it's one of those games I... Re- I, every time I say it, I'm being serious, but I always forget. But I really need to re-download it and uh, play it again. Yeah. And just just to see the night and day difference. <laughs> yeah. All right. What else you got, buddy? All right. Um, just Cause 4. Uh, is canceled. It's <laughs> the opposite of canceled. It has actually gone gold, Malcolm. Oh, hooray. Uh, well ahead of its uh, release date in December. Uh, I believe that game is out December 4th. Uh, hold on, I gotta double check that. Man, these. <laughs> yeah, December 4th. Right. Um, so, that looks cool. But its DLC was cancelled as well. <laughs> <laughs> it was not. They're selling, they're selling a gold version of that game that includes a season pass. It was probably like the only bit of good news that came out of the conference. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, are you excited? I am excited. Just Cause 3 was a little disappointing. Um, but, um, you know, it's still a good game overall underneath, uh, they just didn't, you know, the, they had some frame rate issues, but aside from that, the game was solid. Um, and I'm looking for, forward to, to Just Cause 4, um, cause they're, they're adding like tornadoes and shit to it. So it's like, okay, yeah. I, I saw that in a trailer. That did look rad. I was like, <laughs> like, all right, yeah, let's deal with some fucking windstorms, baby. Uh, aside from the tornadoes, anything from any of the trailers like inspire you that okay, but it'll be different than three, and it'll pick up the slack where it dropped off. Well, I mean, like, like I said, the, the problems with that game were performance based, mm. not not really like oh, there's not enough shit to do or the game is boring. Um, it just chugged a lot, <laughs> which was disappointing. Oh, okay. You know, especially in a game where like the point is to cause as much, you know, wreak as much havoc as you can. Uh, so whenever there's like more than two explosions and the fucking frame rate drops by half, it's like, well, that's not great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, right off. Uh, well, hopefully, I, they, hopefully they figured it out for for this one. Do you think it'll be in our game of the year tournament when all said and done? Like, if you had to make a preemptive uh, guess right now, uh, I I don't see why not. Hmm. Right on. I'd have to. I mean, I'd have to look at the overall strength of uh, the games out this year, but yeah, I think there's probably room for it. Right on. Top of my head. <laughs> All right. Hey, anything else to add on this one then, buddy? Uh, no. All right. No, sir. Moving on. All right. One last, uh, my last story here is that we got a new line of PlayStation hardware, Malcolm. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I think I heard something about this. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. PlayStation furniture, baby. It's here. <laughs> Finally, an entertain a PlayStation Entertainment Center for my PlayStation console. Yeah, that'll run you uh, eleven hundred dollars if uh, you're interested in that. That's a steal. <laughs> Buy a beanbag chair for two fifty. Uh, uh, you can buy a lounge table for four hundred dollars. Uh, uh, yeah, and that that'll be that's compliments of PB Team. That's Pottery Barn Team. <laughs> so for all you. All you teenagers out there who have uh, several thousand dollars to spare, you can buy yourself a sweet PlayStation furniture collection. Okay, I there lost track. Is this real? 
Oh yes, this is real. This this okay. I thought you were being make, being fun. I thought this was about a new PlayStation Pro that got released into the wild. But it, oh 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 yeah, there. Oh yeah, I guess. I mean, <laughs> it's it's that's not really worthy. It, they 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 make refreshes to like to their hardware every now and then, and I guess the refreshed uh, PlayStation Four Pro um, that's showing up right now only in uh, Red Dead Two bundles. Um, I guess it runs a little quieter. Runs a little, runs a little quieter, but that's that's the main difference. It doesn't it, like it. I think it runs a little hotter <laughs> uh, still than than the previous uh, version of the PlayStation Four Pro, but uh, quieter. Which is there you go. All right, so let's rewind a little bit because I thought you were just going doing going the long way around for a bit there with that. Like, oh, of course, there's going to be. <laughs> No, uh, no, this is absolutely real. Do you want? Do, do you need a link, Malcolm? To yeah, it? yeah. Please send me a link. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like this is this is real. There's like an what kind of furniture are they making? Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. So Pottery Barn, Malcolm. Uh, they have a they have a, a section just for teenagers, PB teen, uh, and you can get some tasteful PlayStation themed furniture from there. Uh, just as soon as this motherfucking page decides to load, uh, we have to send that link. Um, but I mean, it doesn't look terrible. It's just it seems very expensive. Like, does it? Like, I was gonna make a joke about there should be like a PlayStation couch where if you rest the controller on the uh, armrest, it'll char- start charging it or something like that. Like, does any <laughs> does any of them have any kind of functionality like that, or it, it no. it's just in the theme of PlayStation? Yeah, it's just a bunch of PlayStation logos, and, uh, and it's seriously twelve hundred dollars. It is eleven hundred dollars for God, no. Or the media. Um, God damn! Why won't this load? <laughs> I guess they realized it was a dumb idea. <laughs> Jesus. Twelve, eleven hundred. Wow! I like. I, I don't know what to say to that. I, I, that's that's not good. That's <laughs> that is the Diablo Immortal of furniture announcements. God Diablo damn. Immortal. That's not a great place to be. <laughs> is this an April Fool's Day joke? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's November. Hey oh <laughs> God damn. Uh Alright, so this is a silly idea, but I'll, I'll at least take a look at I'm not spending eleven hundred dollars. I'll I'll wait next year when it's in clearance. But <laughs> <laughs> um I do have some stories to to share if you ha- have a moment. Sure. Alright, so little lesser known game that I'm keeping track of is called Jump Force. And I don't know if you've been paying attention, keeping an eye on this, but they've been announcing characters left and right for this game. Uh, including they, they're starting to actually get into obscure territory. Like, uh, I think the last time we left off, they announced uh, Yugi from Yu-Gi-Oh! as a playable character, which that, that'll be fun, I, I, th- I feel. Does that count as an obscure character? Well, no, but uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I, I'm about to get to the obscure ones. Uh, uh, Saint Seiya, which uh, is a, it's one of those things where if you if I were to say that name in uh, in Japan, people are like, "Oh yeah, Saint Seiya, I love that." If I say it here in America, you're like, "What?" Like so, that that is pretty much like what Sailor Moon is to girls, Saint Seiya is for guys. Okay, because it's essentially guys who like. Uh, transform do like a moonbeam uh transformation into knights based on the zodiac 
or various creatures and what have you, and they get these armor buffs and stuff, and they fight, and it's usually just one move until the other guy's dead. So, uh, But it's quite popular. It's had like 13 or so series uh, reformations or spinoffs and whatnot. So they do really well, but uh, some of the characters from there are coming to the show. Um, all right, this will... This will uh that say is extremely popular in Latin America. Is it? Okay. Yes, as I found out when my cousins just um asked me to send them a Saint Seiya game and I was like, What the fuck is Saint Seiya? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And they looked it up and the game that they wanted is not sold in America even. That I'd had to buy the, the game from Europe and send it <laughs> that way. I do remember there was like a Saint Seiya fighting game that was announced, so that is funny. Uh, okay. There we go. I'll take a look at that. Let me have a second there. Uh, and uh, let's see some other stuff. Uh, now this will be uh, on the now up until a certain game came out, I would say this would fits the obscure. But it, but uh, they announced Kenshiro from Fist of the North Star is going to be a playable character in the game. And I got to buy that game. <laughs> I, I do. I really hope it goes on sale for Black Friday because I'm just <laughs> looking for an excuse. I tell you, uh, I don't think I saw it anywhere. All the Black Friday deals are are, are just spot out. And I don't think I saw it. I'll have to double check, but unfortunately, I don't think that's one of the games. Uh, Joe, just to give you some like backstory here, folks, uh, Joe just sent me the article, and I love the title. Finally, Sony announces <laughs> PlayStation furniture. Because <laughs> finally. First of all, it's about fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Acrylic Cubby, $70. Beanbag, $250. That's not a bad price for that. <laughs> Games, TV, let's see, lounge table, not worth 400 but okay. I do like the couch there in that picture, <laughs> but it's not an option, so there you go. Yeah. So. But anyway, uh, but this, but yeah, Kenshiro, which I, I feel like is a given if you're talking about anime, but it is official. He's in there, and he's just awesome. Uh, this one will be... Uh, There'll be a few of you that'll be like, oh my god, uh, that, and when I say this, but City Hunter from the uh, show City Hunter, or the manga City Hunter, is also going to be in there. He was also played by Jackie Chan in a uh, in a uh, kung fu movie a long <laughs> time ago, but uh, it, this is the infamous one. You may have seen GIFs about this, but have you ever seen Jackie Chan dressed as Chun-Li? No. Okay. Well, there's a fight scene where uh, in the City Hunter movie where he's fighting off against this tall blonde dude and he throws him into a arcade cabinet of Street Fighter 2 and it gives him I gives Jackie I guess a concussion because when he can, comes out all of a sudden that tall blonde guy he was fighting turns into Ken like <laughs> as in he's dressed like Ken and he's even performing all the moves and what have you. Okay. So to combat him, Jackie Chan becomes Chun-Li and starts performing all of her moves to fight him. <laughs> it's a fun little sequence. You could probably YouTube it. It's, it's great. Right. The movie is really, really fun, too. So, uh, Anyway, he's in it as well, and they've started announcing more characters from a specific franchise, like Hunter x Hunter, both Gon and Killua are in the game. I think uh, Caprica is in there as well. I'm mispronouncing his name i'm sorry as well as there's more addition to other franchises out there like blackbeard sanji and zoro from one piece are all in the game 
And they recently uh, did a, an, a formal announcement where they announced that both Vegeta and Goku will be able to turn into Super Saiyan Blue. And uh, that Frieza will turn into Golden Frieza, which is awesome. So, we got that. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Other bits of news that may have fallen through the cracks. Uh, strategy guide company Prima Games is shutting down. Yeah. That's... And if Surprising that it took so long. <laughs> they really lasted longer than they should have, but they did. Uh, like, uh, for anyone... This company was founded back in 1990, Joe. And yeah. uh, they were responsible for pretty much a good chunk of the strategy guides you would have gotten back in the day before the internet came out and you just went to GameFAQs or looked up a YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they kind of got kneecapped there, didn't they? They did. They, they, they <laughs> did. But, and to their credit, like Joe says, like it may sound like a smart-ass thing to say, but it's it's actually pretty impressive they lasted this long before shutting down. Yeah, I mean, fuck, the last strategy guide I bought was for Metal Gear 4, and that's only because it was like a collector's edition that looked pretty sweet, and I was like, yeah, I'll fucking buy that. It came with a, <laughs> it came with a Yoji Shinkawa art print, so I was like, yeah, even better. <laughs> but, like, it wasn't because, like, I needed help with the game, you know? Like, those things are outdated basically as soon as they come out, <laughs> because, like, you know, DLC comes out, games are patched. Um, and games can be entirely different from when they launch. And, you know, when you buy that strategy guide, it's like, well, this is a, you, can't, you can't patch the fucking strategy guide. Um, mm. <laughs> you know, it's just the way it is. Like, and for those games, for strategy guides to be published, you know, day and day with, you know, the game, you know, the people playing those uh, those games, you know, have to play a pre-release version of the game to, to write the guide so that it's out. Uh, in time with the game, but yeah, like I said, like that dates the fucking the guide immediately. So, on top of that, that you also have the issues with DLC, which yeah depends if you consider them part of the game or not. Like I know with uh, Bloodborne, I got like the hardcover of that one, and when they released the DLC, they did another hardcover strategy guide for that one. That I Jeez. Think, so. And uh, it's even more ridiculous when you consider games like Borderlands, where it had like five or six DLCs. Like at the after they all came out, they released like a special big red book edition that had strategy for all for not only the main game but all five or six of those DLCs. <laughs> so it could be a pain in the neck to keep up with the games. On top of that, too, so yeah. It's a shame uh, to the people who work there. I want to say thank you. You were responsible for me to finding so many ultimate weapons for so many video games, games uh, including in uh, Final Fantasy twelve or Final Fantasy, yeah, twelve, where if you opened this empty chest towards the beginning of the game, you were forever locked out of an ultimate weapon. So thank <laughs> you for letting me know about that, so I didn't miss out, and. Uh, Thank you for helping me finish so many games and beating the Emerald Weapons in 7 as well. No, so I really, really appreciate it. Uh, Joe, do you have any memories of uh, Prima? Well, yeah, the last Prima guide that I bought, I think, was for Pokemon Gold and Silver. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, which, which is an extremely long time ago. Those are Game Boy Color releases. Uh, I had a pretty well-worn Prima strategy guide for WCW versus NWO Revenge and N64. Uh, got a lot of use out of that guide. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just uh, 
It's an end of an era. It is, for sure. And I'll miss him. I will, too. Let's see. And with that, uh, I'm, I think we've got everything this this time, buddy. I think so. All right, folks. That does it for episode 215 of the Firmware Update. Thank you so much for listening in. If you like what you heard, you can follow us on such apps as the podcast app on your Apple device, where you can subscribe and do us a favor, a five-star written review tremendously, tremendously helps out the show. If you've got an Android or other device, never fear. We're, thanks to our partnership with Podbeam, we are on the Podbeam app, which is free, and you can subscribe and download us right from there. You can also find us on apps like Stitcher Radio, as well as Pocket Cast, which we tremendously enjoy here on the show. Mm. You can also find us at thefirmup.com, which uh, Joe takes care of, where you can hard download every single episode as they come. You can also find us on Twitter, at PSMount for me, at Once23 for Joe, and at the Firm Up for the show. By the way, we also have a Facebook page, which every like helps us out tremendously. If you can help us out at all, just go there and give us a like. That helps out. Or if you're looking for a way to help us grow monetarily so that we can get more frequent shows, more games that we can review, and more content out there, please, please check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the firm up. And Joe, is there anything else I'm forgetting? Uh, no, sir. Um Buy Tetris Effect, I guess. That game's good. <laughs> also, uh, buy that Fist of the North Star game. It's really good, and I want it so badly. <laughs> Folks. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't see uh, anything for M Black Friday. God damn. And which store is this for? For any store. <laughs> oh, god damn. All right, yeah. folks. We will see you next time. Adios. <laughs>